Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in today. You know, this is bowl season, and of course, Boise State is in the Frisco Bowl playing North Texas, the green, big green machine. And uh, you know, we're certainly hoping for victory. Then we got the big bowl games, we got the championship four, you know, with Ohio State uh, taking on uh, uh, Georgia and Michigan taking on TCU. How fun is that? So I want to talk a little bit about victory. I thought that'd be a good time to talk. And plus, we'll have the Super Bowl here in a couple months. That's going to be interesting to see who's involved in that. Of course, none of you realize that I like sports. I know it's, uh, it's, it's really foreign to you, but uh, I do. I like my sports. But I also like tying in examples, you know. I think we all need to have a desire to win. And I think a lot of us have that built in us. But we need to have a desire to win in life. You know, I've been known to be just a a touch competitive uh, by people. And they, you know, and I guess I am. Uh, But like most people, I enjoy winning. I lost so much playing sports in high school. It was nice to win when I was in the coaching arena. I, I did real well coaching with wins, but playing. Didn't do so well. But you know what? I admit uh, it's fun to root for people. And I always kind of root for people that I know that stand up for God and that are Christian people. I know there's probably Christians on every team, but it's kind of fun, you know. But the definition of win is to be victorious. To be victorious. In high school, you would have thought our teams would play to lose. I mean, it was, we were, (laughs) my two high school Years in football, we were one and nineteen, one win, nineteen losses, and I think we were like nine and thirty-five in basketball or something. I always said we were five and thirty-nine, but I think I got a little dyslexic. I think we actually won about nine games in two years, but lost a lot more. Okay, enough sports talk. Let's let's pray and then get on to First John, our Heavenly Father. Thanks for this day. Thanks for victory that we have victory in Jesus. And Lord, I pray you bring victory to our lives and the people's lives that are listening today and all those we come in contact with. May the power of God be seen, felt, and understood in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, listen to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. It says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? People of God, victory all begins with faith. You will never have or gain victory without believing that Jesus is the Son of God. And he came into the world by the Virgin Mary and lived in the world and then died on a cruel cross and rose again after three days. This is the essential faith. This is essential for winning. There's one way to have victory, and that is through Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, though, victory comes at a cost. No matter what you do, whether you're in business, in education, in a competitive world, victory comes at a cost. It comes by sacrificing your time, your energies to become faithful in whatever you do and whatever you go after. Victory doesn't just fall in your lap accidentally. You work hard to be successful and to make it in life. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Who gives us the victory? The Lord Jesus Christ. Victory in Jesus, who has a plan for each of our lives. He wants to teach us. He wants to help us. He wants us to grow closer to Him each day. 
We need to have a serious desire to serve God with all our heart, soul, and mind. God desires us to follow Him, to be fishers of men, rescuing the sinful world and introducing them to Jesus Christ. In fact, Paul said to the church of Colossae in chapter 3, verse 23 and 24, whatever you do, work heartedly as for the Lord, not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul had many missionary journeys. He went through many hardships, but all for the purpose of sharing Jesus Christ with the lost world. It's interesting looking at Paul's life and journeys because he is not encouraging the church. He's not just encouraging the church. He is just trying to get them on the right track and have them see the way they should live. And, and, and he's encouraging them to stay strong through the struggles because he knew they were going to struggle. But if they stayed strong, they'd be victorious. But it all comes down to faith. And folks, that's what it comes down to is in, in winning games in sports. As I've told you many times about some of my uh, coaching uh, things, and one of them was this, these girls, girls team that was just horrible, and they had such a low self-esteem. They didn't think they could beat anybody. They didn't have the, what it took. And we had to build in them faith that they could do it, that they could be victorious. And I'm telling you what, of all my years of coaching, that year was one of the most fantastic years because those girls started winning games. They'd barely win them by two and three, five points, sometimes seven points, but not by much. But they went undefeated that year and played in the championship game, and they were ecstatic. Their lives had changed. Their minds had changed. They realized going from only like one or two wins a year before to, to playing in the championship game, going undefeated. You know, it was amazing. They started believing themselves. We lost the championship game by four points in overtime, but I'm telling you what, that year was the biggest success ever, and those girls went on to do very well uh, in later years. But that's because you have to have faith. You have to believe in what you're doing. You have to uh, instill that. As coaches, you have to instill that. In life, as pastors, we have to instill faith in people that they believe that God is in control. I believe all of us know in our lives and, uh, that self-control is so very important. Whether it's in your spiritual life, whether it's in your health life, or your financial world, self-control is important. We are all in life's race in many different areas. So we've got to be self-controlled. In every race you're involved in, spiritually, set disciplines that will help you draw closer to God each day. Take time to pray and just talk to the Lord because He is waiting to hear from you. Read His Word or listen to His Word and allow Him to show you His mighty hand. I struggled with health choices over the years, over the many years, making one poor decision after another. And the worst thing about it was, I knew I was doing it. When I would go to Jack's Drive-In years ago, from 1963 on, and then when they brought over my favorite, my fa I told them about this hot dog, and they brought this taco cheese dog over to Jack's. I knew that it wasn't the best choice for me. I knew it wasn't very healthy, having a grilled hot dog, grilled taco meat, cheese, and all that good stuff, and uh, loaded with hot sauce. It wasn't Dr. Oz's recipe for a long life. So because of that, and many other choices, my weight tend to suffer. But honestly, I didn't care because I liked it a lot. I wish I'd have cared more back then because now, to this day, still trying to take, take care of things, trying to take care of this, 
this old body and make sure that I, I don't die of something that I don't want to die of. Oh, and speaking of Jacks, years ago, now my best friend's family, Celeste and Michael Davis, they own Jacks over in Caldwell, a great Christian couple, and they're doing a great job. So I stop over there. I don't get my taco cheese dog much anymore, but I get other things. Uh, I love their taco. I love, love all the things, you know. And But I, I, I love a shout-out to Jacks over there in Caldwell because they're doing a great job uh, keeping that same old recipes going. But you know what? It's just life is choices, and I made some poor ones when it comes to that. But I'm trying to do better, and that's all God wants us to do, to try to do better and, and get on the right track. You know, we have decisions. We have markers in our lives. we got to run a spiritual race. We need to do the things spiritually that are right. We need to be involved in church. We need to be involved in a fellowship. We need to be involved helping people, learning spiritual tools. In our church, we are running a, a what we call Cloverdale University, and so we have different classes in, in church growth all the time going on. But every couple months, there's a class you can take that, that helps you grow in certain areas. We want the growth process to continue. Well, we see in Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 and 25, my page flipped away from me here, it says, it says this, Do you not know that in the race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize. Run in such a way to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the game goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave, so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. He's talking about being self-disciplined. He's using an analogy of a runner. He says all the runners run, but there's only one winner, one that will get the first place prize. He says, run so you may obtain it. He is saying, run the race of life with everything you have. Don't let setbacks get in your way. Don't let people tell you you are worthless and you can't make it. Don't allow people to discourage you from being everything God has called you to be. You're a child of Almighty God with enormous potential to change the world for Jesus, showing Jesus and trusting Jesus. People who win a track meet win a prize, but the prize doesn't matter. It's going to go away. I had some bowling trophies from years ago. I used to bowl, but they are now in the junkyard, but we have an incredible prize. I told my wife, I don't need these around here anymore. Let's get rid of them. I don't need reminded that I had some good bowling feats way back then. We have eternity set aside in a place called heaven. That's what we need to win, win the race that's preparing us for victory. And we want to seize the victory in Christ and what he has for us. You know, um, I want to continue this tomorrow. And I've got some more, a couple more things to say about that. But I, life is running the race. Life is preparing for the race. People of God, we need to be prepared to serve him powerfully, mightily, and allow his spirit to move in our lives in such a great way that the world will see Jesus in us. The greatest testimony we could have is our influence, is who we are. Are you living Jesus? Are you portraying Jesus? Are you disciplined in the things of Jesus? Hey, let's do the best we can. Let's improve. Let's grow closer to the Lord every single day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.